You're listening to the Live Happier Longer podcast, episode 45. Welcome to the Live Happier Longer podcast. We're your hosts, Molly Watts and Angela McDade. We are here to help you build the five habits of a happier, longer life and to create your habit mindset starting now. Hey, Angela. Hey, Molly. How are you right here before Labor Day weekend? I am good. Getting ready to go away for the weekend. You are celebrating an anniversary. Yes, 25. Wow, 25. I'm on my way to 30 next year. That's a long time. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Couple of saints. Exactly. <laughs> Us, not them. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> goes without saying. Today on the podcast, we are getting ready to talk about our, well, we're moving away from what we've been discussing, which is basically in general habits. Mm -hmm. And we're moving into our daily habit number one here at Five for Life, which is move. Right. And so, Angela, do you, do you incorporate moving into your life? I do. And what are some of the ways you do that? So I run and I do like kind of cross training. Like today my my activity was, it's like a circuit where I do like squats and lunges and sit-ups. I still feel a little. I'm a little out of breath right now and my legs are a little sore going up. Yeah. Down, more downstairs than up, which yeah. is always bizarre. Yes, but actually we were just talking about when at you're at work, work. when yeah. I'm at work and I'm looking after my three little kiddies, my step counter that I have, I'm always, I always have way more steps yeah. than I do because I dance a lot with the children. <laughs> and, and when you're doing like songs and yeah, singing, yeah, you get a lot of that's good. I actually just starting my new job. It's a 22 acre campus that I walk about, walk around quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I need to get a new step counter because I have it on my phone, but I don't always take my phone with me. Yeah. So I think I need to get a new a new step counter because I'm sure that my work days, which are now mm -hmm. um, five out of seven, are yeah. uh, you know filled with lots of mm -hmm. walking. And that's, and that's free walking. That's free walking exactly because I yeah. do it. Uh, I do it regardless uh, mm -hmm. outside of work. I've really redeveloped that habit of walking just because it's it's what I do best and it's what I know that I'm. I'm always, I enjoy doing, yeah. we've talked about me listening to podcasts that I don't like mm -hmm. to, that I, that I won't allow myself That's to listen to. It's mm -hmm. my treat. It's my reward for going. Um, and also I, I have a friend that I don't really see unless we go walking. So mm -hmm. that's another, another encouraging way to get out there. But today we're going to talk about daily habit number one and, uh, a little bit about the background and why we, we say that it's number one for not only just a reason, mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, it's really multiple reasons. Before we get to that, I just want to remind everybody that we've really spent the first three weeks of season two talking all about the science of habits and understanding how to build new habits and break habits that don't serve you. Mm -hmm. Not bad habits. Yep. Um, and this is just really, it's really been a high level overview. Yeah. Right? It's mm -hmm. been designed to give people tips, not do really a coaching, you know, hand-holding mm -hmm. accountability at all, but giving you a high-level overview of how to build habits. 
we have provided some great tools that can certainly help people. And those would include our habit tracker that we adapted from Atomic Habits. You can check out episode 42 for that link there in the show notes. Um, in episode 43, we focused on ways to build new habits and we provided the commitment statement worksheet to help you figure out your why, mm -hmm. because you can willpower yourself into action, but if you don't have a compelling reason for why you want to build a new habit, if you don't visualize yourself as a person who embodies that habit, if you don't really give your future focused brains, the reins and the power through the discomfort of change because changing anything is it's hard. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. If you don't do those things, your habits won't stick. And that commitment worksheet was really, uh, just to highlight, you know, why you want to do yeah, it. your, your why. Mm -hmm. So, uh, super important. Uh, in episode 44, just last week, we talked about breaking habits that don't serve you. And we shared uh, my personal affirmation statement, which is I overcome habits that don't serve me, build habits that inspire me, and I am my own success story. And we, we, we have that um, on the Runtastic app where you would get, yeah, 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 you're good right. job. Cheer you on. <laughs> That's where that comes in. Yeah. <laughs> Positive affirmation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but reminding yourself about the importance of habits in your life and really choosing to focus on replacing the habits that don't serve you with a habit that does help you reach your why is it all happens from your thoughts. So our habit affirmation that we shared and it's available in episode 44 show notes is a great way to get your thoughts moving in the right direction. Get it moving. Did you like that? Mm hmm. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> so, um, like I said, we talked about those five ha the, about habits in general. And now for the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about the five habits that make up our lifestyle strategy and philosophy at Five for Life. If you are new to the podcast, um, real quickly, the five daily habits of a happier, longer life are... Move. Learn. Share. Give and let go. Yep. They are all backed by science and proven to increase longevity and improve overall happiness. So over the next few weeks, we're going to be going through each of these five habits individually and talking about some of the science behind the habit. But we're also going to talk about what steps you can take to build these specific habits. Mm -hmm. Because building habits, you know, building habits is one thing, right? So we've talked about all that. But now we want to hone in on the five habits that we say, we, yeah. yeah, that are all, you know, we think that living a happier, longer life is a pretty good goal. Yeah. And, and we, we've got like our special ingredients for, <laughs> right. for that. So it's, yeah. Uh, so this is it. So mm -hmm. there you go. So first up is daily habit number one, move. And we say all the time that it's daily habit number one for a reason, but it's probably not really just a reason. It's, yeah, it's many reasons. Mm -hmm. So we won't dive into all the research in this episode, but I would refer you back to uh, many episodes that we've done before uh, on daily habit number one move. Yeah. Some of our favorites, some of my favorites, I think sure yours too, yeah. are with uh, athletes that were really inspirational. Yeah, but not only just inspirational, 
in what they do it's how they went about doing yeah. it and the age they were yeah and when they started and there's there's a whole right yeah it's a whole cascade yeah i mm-hmm. mean episode 40 one of our last before in epi- well the last of season one mm-hmm. was with um pat gallant charrette and that was just mind-boggling <laughs> yes yeah. mind-boggling an open water swimmer um marathon swimmer without a wetsuit yes <laughs> oh my gosh yes so cold. <laughs> yes and has um you know done some incredible feats and didn't really start um well didn't start competitively swimming until Again, she, at she 58 was yeah yeah um episode 37 with liz vassy and uh a doc she, she a documentary on running um again very just inspirational yeah, and all the stories inside and highlighted of there just different people at different levels from different backgrounds who and a lot of people who were older when they started but yes. also proving that running is actually good for you as yes. you age yeah super 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 fun episode um episode 30 with Catherine switzer well yeah. the queen herself yeah oh my goodness this was um one of those episodes where we were just uh gobsmacked I think is a good way of putting it Um, if you don't know who Catherine Switzer is she was the very first woman to run in the Boston Marathon Um, she has a very famous photo in Life magazine actually I think tabbed as one of the 100 most influential Mm -hmm. photos in all time Um, it it is black and white where she's getting tackled basically by by the race director Um, and she ran that uh, race again 50 years later at the yeah. age of 70. Um, with a hundred million things that she did in between. Right, that exactly. Were Bringing, yeah, so amazing. Um, very inspirational. Episode number 26 with Cherie Grunfeld. Um, Another <laughs> golf smacker. Yeah, exactly. Ironman triathlete um, who's trying to set a world record uh, yeah. for 75-year-olds. Which will be coming up Yes, soon. which will be coming up. So yeah. listen in because Cherie promised she'd come back and talk to us mm-hmm. after she did it um, this fall. Uh, episode 15, back uh, when we first started with Phyllis Lerner. Um, Phyllis is 68. And if you she don't... She yeah, boss. Yes, she is. And if you haven't found her yet, look for her on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Follow Phyllis. Um, because you will be just not only inspired, but knocked over by what a 68-year-old can look like and do. Yeah, yeah. And um, episode five with Heike Yates, who was just, you know, Heike, our fa- <laughs> the chair dancing oh. and the chair aerobics. And she just, <laughs> Heike just is like, she just makes you smile. She does. Like, and she works, yeah, she just has a bubble about her yeah. energy and she works with a lot of 80 and 90 year olds. And so mm-hmm. she's very, very much all about incorporating movement into your yeah. life. Um, so those are just some of the, like I said, some of the past episodes that we did that were really about inspirational ideas and about getting movie some of the stuff that we talked about science wise we actually did some science yeah uh episodes on move and probably one of our favorites overall was episode six and that's the science uh behind uh sleep and exercise as prevention for alzheimer's yeah very and like very informative for us when we were doing all the research yes it was oh my gosh just amazing amazing all the information we find out yeah so uh check that one out and episode 35 uh with our wonderful my wonderful scottish co-host and Mm -hmm. her 
mate from across the pond. Yeah, uh, pal. Yeah, pal, I guess, right? <laughs> if, uh, yeah, yeah if, I would be delighted to call her my pal. Yeah, Just exactly. amazing lady, Nanette Mutri, who is, she works um, with both the government and community and the university in Edinburgh and just an amazing influencer in in pushing walking and health initiatives it's yeah the walking initiative in Scotland mm-hmm. was just incredible so at any rate that is what uh you know kind of where we've been in terms of other episodes you might want to tune into for some mm-hmm. inspiration and some science behind move today we're going to talk about the why and give you some practical steps on how to build the habit of move into your life. Yeah. So, um, this is um this is a quote, and it says, "You can't live forever, but you can live well, reduce arthritic pain, maintain your mobility, help prevent dementia and Alzheimer's, and minimize the limitations of aging far into your senior ye- years." Exercise can do all that. It's pretty important to just understand that. Exercise, we like I said, we say it's daily re- habit number one for a reason, mm-hmm. and it's really because it sets up it, 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 it impacts so much more than just your physical, physical mobility. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it does, it does, and that that in and of itself is a really good reason because it's something that people fear about getting older is their loss of mobility, yeah, and so. If there were no other reasons, that would be a really good reason to move regardless. Yeah. Yeah. But beyond that, there are uh, cardiovascular reasons. There are mental brain reasons. There are mental health. Yes. Mood elevation reasons. And not to mention fighting obesity mm-hmm. and but even the like personal relationships right it's something yeah, you do you with another person yeah, exactly it's ju- the list is <laughs> it just keeps going yeah right so let's talk about some just this is some of the newest research in terms of things that we've learned about exercise and i think these are the kind of tidbits that you want to hear that you really want to know this stuff is true mm-hmm. right this stuff is real yeah. And and these are some pretty nice statistics. So regular exercise decreases the likelihood of developing arthritis related disabilities. And for those with arthritis, not exercising can make the consequences of the disease worse. Yeah. So by keeping moving, you are keeping the flexibility and you're offsetting. Yeah. It's, it's just, if you already have the disease, um, you're not sitting stagnant. So yeah. basically, if you if you already have arthritis, by sitting around, you just seize up. Yeah, you're just going to make more, it worse. A little more, a little more. Yeah. Yeah, and even though it hurts, I mean that's the bottom line. People say it all the time, but it hurts. Well, <laughs> do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, men and women aged 65 years and older who exercise have a lower risk of losing mobility. And we just said that mm-hmm. brain function improved for older women who women who walked only one and a half hours per week. So that uh, an hour and a half a week. Right. Seriously. It's less than 20 minutes a day. Yeah. Come on. Right. The fitter you are, the lower the risk of brain function decline. Active women aged four, 54 to 79 years have a 30% less chance of suffering from incontinence than less active women. 
I gotta tell you, after four kids, this is inspirational. It's a big issue. Yeah, yeah, right. It's that I'm mm-hmm. all for it. So great statistic. Exercise can can significantly reduce arthritis pain in older women. Working out for as little as 15 minutes, three days a week, reduces the risk of dementia and Alzheimer's by 40%. Which is amazing. That's like, you can't buy a pill. No. 15 minutes a week. I mean, 15 minutes a, a day, day. Three, minute, three days a week. That is literally walking around your block. Right. I mean, 40%? Folks. Seems quite significant. <laughs> Regular exercise reduces mortality rates by 25 to 33% and increases this life expectancy by one to two years by age 80. So, you know, mm-hmm. again, as we've said, increases longevity. Lots of studies that show that. Vigorous physical ac- activity reduces the risk of dying by 6% to 9%. Now, I'm not sure when that happens, but, you know, regardless, I think it's just yeah. improved cardio, right? Yeah, I- and again, it's anything that increases your longevity. And if you're physically moving, then right. obviously your quality of life would be right much better. And uh, and uh, um, this statistic, I'm not sure how they gauge fit versus unfit, but it mm-hmm. says fit people have a death rate four times lower than the unfit, which again, really isn't that surprising, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So... What is kind of scary, (laughs) and this came from, I think, a study at the University of uh, Alabama, Birmingham, Mm -hmm. is that statistics show that less than half of people who are over 65 do enough exercise to stay healthy, and more than half of those age 65 suffer from at least two disease states. So, you know... (laughs) It's it's bleak. (laughs) Well, we have work to do, folks, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we say it all the time. We talk about the fact that, I mean, or I, I guess I shouldn't say we talk about it all the time. I feel like we talk about it all the time because we really founded this this company based on the fact that as the baby boomers and, the, and Gen X and Gen Y mm-hmm. come in behind them, we're really, we are turning 65 at the rate of 10,000 per day right now by the year 2035 more than you know the vast majority of the population well Will the biggest older. percent of the yeah the biggest mm-hmm. percentage of the population will be 65 or over larger than the population 18 and younger mm-hmm. that's for the going to be happening for the first time in history and if we aren't prepared yeah and if and if everybody has yeah right this if, unhealthy <laughs> Right. If we are stuck with two or more disease states and and so much of this is preventable. Yes. Just by taking some action. And so. And walking an hour and a half a week. I mean, it's not a lot. Right. It exactly. And Mm -hmm. we say it, we've said it. I, you know, the quality of your life is equals the quality of your habits. Mm -hmm. And we're not talking about habits that are unattainable. No, not at all. You don't have to become an elite athlete. We no. just said an hour and a half a week of walking is good enough. Yeah. Really, nearly everybody can take it, partake in an exercise that is in keeping with their own physiological capabilities. Mm-hmm. So if you've got, if you know, if you have some, uh, we talked about my sister recently visiting who had, had bunion surgery. And so she was having a real 
problem with her feet walking. You know, she couldn't. She simply it couldn't have walked, right? She yeah. couldn't have walked in it. But she could walk in the pool. Yeah. So, you know, that's what she was doing was water walking. Yeah. Great stuff. Mm-hmm. Still counts. Actually counts even better with resistance in the mm-hmm. water. You know, it's all good for you. Find an exercise that you enjoy and in whatever environment that suits you and make a habit of physical activity. You'll reap the rewards later in life by enjoying an independent and productive old age. That is yeah. from that, you know, that uh, same study at University of Alabama, Birmingham. We've talked about before the National Institute of Health's recommendation uh, for for moderate exercise is 150 minutes per week and that's 30 minutes per day five days per week if you haven't been you know exercising for a long time or if you've you know had a relative or you have a relatively sedentary job Mm -hmm. don't start with 30 minutes five days a week yeah it's we keep saying start small and Build. Just increase from that. Right. And and do a little more today than you did yesterday. Yeah. Until you get to 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then... And, and ultimately, 10 minutes a day right. rather than no minutes a day is better. much better. Right. Exactly. And that's the, that's really the, the most important message with moving and exercise is something, something is better than nothing. Yeah. Every single day. Every single time, every single way, something is better than nothing. So if that something is 10 minutes of walking per day, beautiful, Mm -hmm. do it. So um, some of the reasons and some of the problems that um, come about when we don't get enough physical exercise. And so we talked a little bit about the the whys you should want to, right? The the medical, the some of the stats that are why you should want to. Now we're going to talk about some of the reasons you should want to because of the negative things that can Mm -hmm. happen, right? So inactivity can lead to uh, difficulty performing daily activities as you get older. Uh, When you don't get enough physical activity, it leads to losing lean muscle tissue, and that leads to increased difficulty performing just normal activities. Dressing and bathing um, can become more challenging. And for seniors who have arthritis, just like we said, sitting too much is associated with Mm -hmm. increased pain and and more swelling. It also, without exercise, you get bone loss progresses faster. Yeah. Most women are fairly familiar with osteoporosis. Osteoporosis. Thank you. Yeah, (laughs) postmenopausal. I don't know what was happening there wasn't coming out my my mouth the right way um but yes postmenopausal and it's a real concern so yeah. uh this is another way of helping combat that yeah we're already seniors are already at a higher risk of experiencing bone loss and adding a sedentary lifestyle is just a and into the mix is just a recipe for for poor bone health uh, staying active, especially with activities that promote strength, like strength training. Go mm-hmm. back and listen to Follow Phyllis. <laughs> yeah. Um, it That helps encourage bone growth. Mm-hmm. Um, another reason, or another thing that happens if you don't get enough exercise is? Is depression. And yeah. That, that's back to that whole mental health that we were chatting about earlier. That it gives you, it when you exercise, 
it's mood uplifting. Yeah. Yeah, or it's mood lifting. So yeah. you feel good after you've done it. Yeah, and it doesn't change as we age. For seniors who have maybe prone to depression, being more active is actually more important. Yeah, it helps them avoid depression. Um, if you don't exercise, there's a greater risk of heart disease. Just point blank. Yeah. Um, we've talked about it before that sitting's the new smoking. And yeah, that's like uh, so many of our guests have... Yeah. Echoed that, that yeah. That is very much a. It's a. It's a very big problem. Mm-hmm. And and there was actually studies that showed that the sedentary lifestyle is actually worse for people than smoking. And researchers at the University of Queensland in Australia studied thirty-two thousand women over twenty years. So that's not a small study. Mm-hmm. And they found that physical inactivity did far more damage to the heart than smoking. And there's been other studies that have also replicated that so Mm -hmm. it's it's a serious problem and of serious concern it's also uh, a very increased risk for type 2 diabetes and we've talked about type 2 diabetes on the Mm -hmm. show before as well and not using your muscles after a meal means your your body doesn't properly process sugar and that can increase the risk of high glucose blood levels and uh, high blood glucose levels and a condition that can be a precursor to type two, type two diabetes. So we have talked about defining the why, uh, with, with reasons like exercise and why it's good for you. And we've also talked about why not exercising is pretty bad for you. (laughs) So, um, hopefully you, we've, we've established that it's probably a good idea. Yes, to it's probably a good idea. Yeah. I think we've made that. We've at least think we've made the point pretty clear. If not just in this episode, like we've said, go back and listen to some of our older episodes mm-hmm. as well. And, and and we've explained a lot more of the science as to why. Yes. Why, like right now we're just saying if you don't exercise, this is what happens. And if you do exercise, this is what happens. But in previous ones, we've kind yeah, of we gone a little more into detail as to why um, yeah. the actual <laughs> like, process in your body yeah, all of that. So, which, and we've covered that in many. So if you go back, you can absolutely find a little more. And quite honestly, do we really not, do, do, do we all sitting here in 2019 um, not really know that that exercise is good for us. I mean, honestly, is there is there really a question as to if or when we should be exercising? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think most of us really understand it as fundamentally something that's good for us, and it it is a habit that once you start incorporating it into your life, and even if you've never been an athlete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once you start doing it, you really will find that you don't want to give it up. Yeah, and it's one of those for whatever reason. If you if you miss it for what you know, yeah, for whatever reason, as we always say, life happens, and you know you can't always do your usual thing. But you find you miss it. Yeah, and you you want can't to, wait to right? go do yeah. it the next you know your next opportunity to do it. Yeah. Um which I know for some people who've never really been into it or like, no, that can never happen to me. Mm-hmm. 
trust us, it, it will. Does, yeah. yeah. So here are a few good steps that can get you started on building the habit of move. So number one, if for any reason you have concerns about physical activity, the very first thing you should do is visit your healthcare provider, get cleared, and ask for help in building a plan. So common sense. If you mm -hmm. have concerns, a lot of people don't really have any concerns. They just have excuses. Mm -hmm. So let's, you know, be honest. But if you do, then get checked just out checked first. Out. Yeah. Yep. So number two, don't fight your clock. Some of us are morning people. Some of us are not. Just make sure you find a time to fit moving into your daily routine that doesn't add difficulty to the equation, mm -hmm. right? So for me, if I can, if I put off um, exercising until I come home after work, then it's not going to happen. It's not going yeah. to happen. Just simply not. It's mm -hmm. just not my time. So um, that is also not to say that you should use the clock as an excuse either. Mm -hmm. So um, you're not too busy to add 15 minutes. We talked about it. 15 minutes a day, three days a week for 40% reduction in Alzheimer's or dementia prevention. I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. No one is too busy to add 15 minutes a day, three days a week. You have to get up 15 minutes earlier. Stay up 15 minutes later. Really. Um, or, or park at the other side of the parking lot. Right. And, and add... Right. A little distance to right. get to the store or whatever you're going. But if you really want to get the habit ingrained, you need to do it every day. Mm -hmm. And that is something that um, James Clear in Atomic Habits talks about. Again, and we just mentioned it earlier. It really isn't the the how long you walk or how long you exercise. It's consistently doing it. Every day. And so whatever that is, how forever how long that is, do it that way. Choose an activity that, number three, is choose an activity that you enjoy. This is not about elite, elite athlete status, though, you know, you may, who knows, you may listen to some of our inspirational mm -hmm. athletes and decide that that's uh, going to be you too. Yeah. All the power if to you. Yeah. <laughs> you start taking up running at 48 and then you become... You could. Uh, the world champion. Right. It's been done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's way more, it's, it's, it's important to like Will that be me next year? <laughs> yes, of course it is. Um, it's important to like doing what you're, you know, something that you're doing. So even like dancing is, and, and you mentioned that earlier, mm -hmm. dancing with the kids. Yeah. It's another great way to move and learning, even learning a new dance step. You mm -hmm. can uh, incorporate other habits like daily habit number two, learn. Getting ahead of myself though. Yes. Next week. Number four, sign up with a personal trainer. You know, it's pretty simple. Some of us just need an extra boost of accountability to get a habit started. Mm -hmm. And especially for move, a personal trainer may just be that kind of ability, be the accountability that works. Yeah, but not only that, just have somebody who can start you off on a path that you can maintain, especially if you're starting from... If you don't have a plan, if you don't nothing. know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah, Then you can start you off, ease you into it and increase and build and... and and also have the accountability of showing up and doing it. Yes. And they can help you accomplish like true fitness goals and things that you may, you know, may happen. Like you may lose weight or shape your physique, which again, might be motivation to keep going. And if not a personal trainer, certainly a friend or an accountability partner is a great way to get yourself moving. Mm -hmm. And like walking clubs, hiking clubs, things like that, keeping it mm -hmm. social as well. Yeah. Number five, set a goal and go for it. 
If you're working on a move habit that can be parlayed into a race, competition, or some sort of other event, then sign up for something three to six months from now and use that as a carrot that gets you moving. Mm -hmm. We did that. Yep. We uh, had never (laughs) ran any long distances before and signed up for a half marathon. Took about... Five months, six months. It was a we had a twenty week training plan. Yeah, and the first the first day that we ran, I think it was we did like three miles. Yeah, and it and was, we, but it was not. We ran, walked for <laughs> a mile, and then walked for a minute, and then we ran. And yeah, then we walked. Mm-hmm. But that was that's how we started out the first couple of weeks, and then we built and. You know, well, I ran the whole thing running a mile and walking a minute back then mm-hmm. when I did it. The second time I ran a half, I ran two minutes, walked two minutes the whole time. Mm-hmm. So whatever you do, if you, yeah. you know, whatever gets you out there, do it. Set a carrot. What we did was have a trip to San Diego. Which was lovely. Yeah. <laughs> it was a nice carrot, beautiful race. And um, mm-hmm. it just was, it was, and we had, you know, fun along the way. So yeah. number six is drop the excuses. So, have you heard these? I hate exercising. I'm too busy. I'm too tired. I'm too fat, too old. Exercise is difficult. I'm not athletic. Um, uh, Lots of people like to, you know, use these. And the bottom line is, we've talked about this. These are just thoughts. They're just thoughts in your head. And they're all completely optional. If you really want to focus on any of those thoughts... I guarantee you, you will never build the habit of moving. You can choose thoughts that get you going instead. And these don't have to be thoughts that are unbelievable to you. So you don't have to switch, you know, I'm not athletic to I'm a pro Mm -hmm. or, you know, this is too hard or Mm -hmm. exercise is difficult. Because you're not that either. And that's the whole point. Right. Don't don't try to tell yourself this is easy if it's not, you Mm -hmm. know. Try bridge thoughts like... This is challenging and I can do hard things. Or if you're tired, I have enough energy to walk. Mm-hmm. Or if you're thinking I'm too fat, I'm too old, say I'm working on my body. These are the kind of bridge thoughts, positive thoughts that actually will cause you to be to feel motivated. Because mm-hmm. when I start to think I'm just too busy, the feeling that it creates in me is I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. Right? And I just, or I'm too tired. I just, I feel. And and the whole too tired thing. Yeah. The funny thing about it is, if you are exercising, you, it actually gives you more energy. Right, right. It seems so counterproductive, but you, you actually do have more energy and then you sleep better. You sleep better. So then you wake yeah. up and it's, it's, it's a <laughs> back to that whole cycle, how it's not just the physical movement mm-hmm. it, it has so many other side really benefits, good right side effects yeah. yeah so again change your thoughts take the thoughts that you need find thoughts that are going to create the feelings that you need to create the actions that will that you want that are going to get the results in your life you need number seven try a mindfulness approach i really like this so instead of you know a lot of people like think, okay, I don't want to exercise so much that they just want to zone out and mm-hmm. distract themselves from away from doing the, ex- you know, that just mm-hmm. like, okay, if I can just think about this, I'm not really running, right? Mm-hmm. 
but instead try to pay attention to your body by really focusing on how your body feels as you exercise, the rhythm of your breathing, the way your feet strike the ground, your muscles flexing as you move, even the way you feel on the inside, you're not only going to improve your physical condition faster, but you'll also interrupt the flow of worries, negative thoughts running your through your head and ease stress and anxiety. Mm-hmm. So mindfulness approach. Number eight. We like this one. Yep. Log your activity. Yeah, keep the chain going. Yep. Keep a record of your workouts and fitness. Writing things down increases commitment and holds you accountable to your routine. routine. Later on, it will also be encouraging to look back at where you began. Like you just said, don't break the chain. Yeah. Um, my, chain. Yeah. My husband does the, the, the king of Writing logging things activity. Down. Yeah. It's mind-blowing. He literally has he is also the king of spreadsheets yeah (laughs) so and of course like from your spreadsheet you get your graph and all the points and he has like years and years of of, data of (laughs) of stuff let's not scare people yeah that's the other side (laughs) but (laughs) just log your activity but he again it really helps him because he looks at it and he knows you know, at different seasons for him, for different seasons of the year, he does different activities and you can, you know, you can tell how you're doing right. and all of that kind of stuff. But you can do that from a very, very basic level of marking an X yeah. in a box. Right. So right. it's, you can really, it, it's you can see so progress. helpful. Yeah. yeah. So number nine is get inspired. Um, read a health or fitness magazine, visit the website, listen to podcasts like we've just mm-hmm. given you some great examples of, and and really understand that things are possible for you, right? Mm-hmm. Many of the people that we've talked to, many people you'll see, you can read fine stories on the web of some really great transformation stories, some people that really had not moved, had not done anything for a very long time. And they start and they start slow and small and they get into the habit of moving and it really changes their lives yeah number 10 and this is the last one sneak more movement into your daily life make your chores count look for ways to add extra steps we mentioned that earlier ditch the car whenever possible Mm -hmm. move at work that means dance if you're angela Mm -hmm. (laughs) exercise (laughs) during commercial breaks or get a dog that's mine right yeah. now. I've got a got a new dog, so pretty soon he's going to be wanting. He's just getting through his shot series, but as soon as he's done, we get to go out for some walks. Mm-hmm. So those were, like we said, just kind of a, a basic overview of why you want to move, why you mm-hmm. want to, why you don't want to not move, and uh, ten tips on starting the habit of move uh, every day into mm-hmm. your life. We've had some great tools. We mentioned those earlier in the podcast over the last few weeks. This week, we're not just giving, we don't have a free download or anything else. We will link all of those podcasts that we mentioned in our show notes. So you'll be able to just click on those for all of those episodes that we previously mentioned. But we are going to do something kind of special in light of the fact that our tip number eight, log your activity. Mm -hmm. We have this wonderful planner, the Five for Life planner, that helps you build these five habits of a happier, longer life. And that planner is typically twenty four ninety five. 
if you go online to shop.fiveforlife.co, pick out a planner and enter promo code MOVE, you will get that planner for $7 off. I think it's our lowest price that we've yeah. ever offered. So uh, $17.95. It's a 13-week uh, undated planner. You can start tomorrow mm-hmm. building the habit of MOVE. And every day it has the a spot for you to track what you've mm-hmm. been doing. And every week you get to recap. Yeah. Check all those boxes. And if you build a habit of moving for 13 weeks, you will have a really nicely ingrained habit. Yeah. So again, go to shop.fiveforlife.co. Enter any, look for any of our uh, four planners, Optimistic Blue, Mindful Blue, Vibrant Blue, and cheerful blue Mm -hmm. and uh, enter promo code move for uh, getting your five for life planner for $17.95. Yeah. Not a bad deal. It's a good deal. It is. It's a good deal. All right. Well, next week we are going to have a special guest on. Um, Yeah. So I think you'll, people really love listening to her. She is a vibrant example of moving. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that'll be fun too. So I think that wraps us up. We appreciate you. We are grateful for you listening and we will see you next week. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Live Happier Longer podcast. Now it's time to move, learn, share, give, and let go. Five daily habits to make the rest of your life the best of your life. See you next week. so happy to have you here and hope you're enjoying our podcast if you haven't done it already we hope you'll hit the subscribe button and if you can even take a minute and leave us a review that would be fantastic plus we would love for you to follow us on all of our social media where you can find us at the habit mindset on facebook instagram twitter or pinterest and one more thing before you go if you would like a free copy of the habit mindset poster just send us a quick note to info at fiveforlife.co. That's info at fiveforlife.co. Put the subject line free poster and you'll get yours today. See you next week.